Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I am Sir Hamilton Ward. Oh. Yeah, I, I didn't. I just, you know, I went for it. You, he was knighted since the last podcast. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> and today, we are talking about a little movie. I'm not sure there wasn't there wasn't too much hype about this one. I feel like not much promo. So, hopefully you guys watched it. Um, but it was called Three Wise Men and a Baby. Yeah. Yep. I hadn't heard of this before. This was this was a new one to me. Um, some newcomers. Some newcomers. I can't do it. I can't even do it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of wild the the anticipation behind this film was through the roof, not just for us, but for for all the fandom. Uh, out there and it was great to be a part of the build-up and, and all of it was just kind of phenomenal and even you know during the event I'm gonna call it an event because it was an event during the event just seeing the tweets come in it was, it was a blast yes uh, this was definitely there was definitely a lot of build-up uh, for this one a lot of expectations were very high and so I guess we need to find out if they met ours that's true. So, without further ado, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. I mean, Sir Hamilton. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, is this film one that you'd watch again under the twinkling lights that surround our TV? Or is this one that you'd have on in the background while you hang mistletoe and holly? Or mayhaps this is one that you would never want to watch again? So, this, was, this one was kind of tough because... <laughs> Sorry, I'm... You can't even do it. You can't even do it. You're going to break more than Paul Campbell did in this movie. I mean, that's that's what you're going to do. I know. Uh, obviously, I would watch this one again. I would watch this one every day of my life. Oh, um, goodness. Is this, your, is this your favorite Hallmark movie ever? Does this take over Window Wonderland, which is another Paul Campbell? I don't know treat. if I would say this is my favorite Hallmark movie ever, right. but it definitely is one of my favorite Hallmark mm -hmm. movies. And I'll go even one further. Go further. To say one of just my favorite movies in general, Ooh. Hallmark or not, you know, you know, ever. Uh, it, yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. Wow. High praise from romance over there. And yes. it's funny because there wasn't much romance in it. So that's, that's even higher praise because of that. Fact. There wasn't, but the romance was done very tastefully. Ooh. So we'll talk about it. But uh, let's get your thoughts. Is this a, a rewatch for you, a background, <laughs> or never watch again? No, this one's, I mean, I'm, I'm like you. I, I thought this movie was great. This, this movie, um, it's, it was a gift for the fans. And in my opinion, it's, it's definitely a gift worth getting. Um, I mean, they, they start the movie off with a shirtless Andrew Walker. That's literally like the first scene we have. It's the um, only gift I needed. That's what I'm saying. So like they know what they're doing. They know their audience and they're playing up to it. And they, they do it so beautifully. And it really is just an absolute treat. Um, and we'll get into some of the technical. I thought overall, just a little preview. I thought overall the technical was done very well. I have one issue with, with the technical side of thing. And of course, it's going to be lighting. And we will, we will talk about that. But overall, film was amazing give to the fans. Thank you guys so much. It was, it was awesome. But let's go ahead and get that, that world famous plot summary. Um, I'm, I'm curious to hear what you're going to say about this. Let's plot assume there's someone out there that lives under a rock and hasn't seen this movie yet. 
I will give you my quick plot summary. And I, and I do think you were correct in that. The ones that I really love, I don't do a great job. No, because you want to put like plot. everything in there. <laughs> so let's see what, what I came uh, up with. Here comes the novel. I'm ready for it. What do you got? Three brothers, Luke, Stefan, and Taylor, navigate Christmas time with a baby that was left at a fire station with a mysterious note. Each facing different personal challenges, baby Thomas brings the brothers closer together and helps them find the spirit of Christmas. Wow, that was, that was really good. Oh, you sound surprised. I mean, like I said, the ones you really love, I, wow, that was bravo. I'm going <laughs> to you need a little clap, a little golf clap. That was good. That was good. Uh, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. And right away, um, you know, this movie, it wasn't a romantic film. There was some romance here, but really the main, the main point of this was, was family and togetherness and, um, you know, the brothers and all them growing up and dealing with their issues. So very different for Hallmark. Um, but it's something I hope they'll explore more of because it really sort of elevated the film and made it feel not so much like a, a rom-com, but like you said, like a, a, a genuine full-fledged film that you would watch. Yeah. And I feel like I've been saying this a lot with my little mini written reviews I've been doing, uh, that I'm like, these movies haven't been romance heavy, but they're yeah. exploring different other types of relationships between family and friendship and things like that. So I, I don't always need like heavy romance as long as the movie is good and it's, you know, told well. And this movie was one of those. It was between the brothers and, you know, their relationship. And then there's just beautiful thread uh, throughout the movie of of an appreciation for mothers mm -hmm. and uh and i just really love that and i mean if that doesn't you know pull on your heartstrings then i don't i don't want to know you <laughs> wow. wow strong words again <laughs> from romance tonight um no i i'm glad you said that 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 thread of motherhood and mothers and what they go through and the sacrifices they have to make um it was very beautiful to see and um, I'm very close with my mom and it, it definitely hit me in the heart, you know, seeing the things that, you know, seeing the things that happen in this film. So let's give a, a little rundown of our, our main characters. Yes, please do. Please do. I mean, like you said, newcomers to Hallmark. So let's, let's go new, over there. Some newcomers. Yeah. So, uh, our main characters are the three brothers and we have Andrew Walker who plays Luke and we have Paul Campbell as Stefan, uh, which I enjoyed that name because, you know, it's close to Stephanie. Uh, and Tyler Hines, who I don't know if many people know him. I think he's done a few Hallmark. Uh, We're going to keep this joke running all night long, guys. <laughs> right, so strap uh, in for it. Who plays Taylor, which was very clever. You know, Tyler playing Taylor. That was good. I like that. And I mean, you couldn't ask for uh better brothers even though you know regardless of of them not looking related at all distant distant brothers <laughs> genetics i mean it's a crazy thing out there but it didn't bother me because they 
they were just amazing. And the chemistry, I mean, no, this movie wasn't romance heavy, but I do talk about chemistry and that's on all fronts and all sorts of relationships. And the chemistry between these three was just, it was insane. It was, it was, it was pretty wild, especially, um, Paul Campbell and, and Tyler, uh, they were they were hilarious together. They were absolutely hilarious together. You know, and, and I'm thinking of the the one scene in particular, a scene that, you know, I, I called on, on Twitter perhaps the greatest scene in a Hallmark movie ever, which is when I'm gonna I'm just gonna get Taylor Tyler. Uh, which is when Taylor and and Stefan uh, were looking after little little Thomas and you know, they finally get, you know, him to go to sleep. And then Luke comes in and it is just hilarity from the moment that Luke walks in and says, honey's I'm home. It, the scene is just absolutely comedic brilliance. And the performance that each one of these guys gives is just, it's through the roof for me. That scene is impeccable. It is. I mean, you know, they just get the baby to sleep. They're so excited about it. And you know, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. Right on cue. You know, Luke comes in hey i'm home and it is it is iconic what follows uh yeah iconic is is the perfect word for it because this is a scene that will go down in history it'll go down at least ours our 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 small section of history history. i mean you have taylor doing doing squats with the baby for some reason i guess to calm him down and then all of a sudden you know uh luke comes in and makes fun of stefan's cat gifts and you know, Taylor reaches out and clutches his hand, and uh, it is, I can't get over how good this scene is. If you watch nothing else of this movie, which is crazy in and of itself, please watch this scene, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, you have to do a lot of, like, kind of out-of-the-box impromptu things with babies to get them to stop crying. I've seen, you know, my mother do it and other people. Uh, And... So this was funny to me that, you know, he went with the, the squatting, the, squat. the, the squats the squat. up and down, um, which seemed to be not effective because the baby <laughs> continued to cry. Um, it could have been all the yelling also. Um, but yes, the hand holding and the looks that they're giving and just the dialogue, like everything was just perfection. And I... I remember watching the scene for the first time and I looked at you and I'm like, how are they not just breaking and just cracking up every second? And the second time we saw this movie, I noticed a slight smile on Paul Campbell's face and he did, he did break. They left it in. Yes. And, and their response to, to us catching that was yes, obviously we, you know, I can't believe there wasn't more of us breaking in the movie because it was just happening left and right, which I mean, I, there's no way I could have gotten through that scene. Uh, with a straight face so well you know how we we talk about you can tell when people are having a good time making a movie like it just comes through in everything they do and you can tell these guys and everyone that was a part of this were just having an absolute blast it was just such a a fun a fun film yeah and we have to obviously there's so many people to shout out in this episode for this movie um but starting with the the script of of this movie Mm. Paul Campbell and Kimberly Sustad did it again. You know, they were brilliant when they wrote Christmas by Starlight and they literally topped themselves. I mean, this movie, I mean, I, 
forget Hallmark, a movie, just any movie ever in my life. I don't know that I have like cracked up laughing throughout a film as much as I did watching this movie. Mm. The, it was along with the acting, but the, the way it was written, and this is a movie that you can watch over and over again and catch things that you may yeah. have missed the other time because it's fast and it's quick and it's funny. And I just, I'm just in love with, with this script. Yeah. I, I mean, I am too. And you know, it has the funny and it also has, has the heart obviously. And they balanced it so beautifully. And, and even characters that normally, I, I don't know if I would like, like the neighbor Mark, I love Mark LeClerc. I loved him. Like he was just hilarious. Like he's strutting around in the middle of the day, clutching like a glass of bourbon and just heckling them over lights. Like it's just, it's so good and it works. And it was, ah, it gets me like he, he was hilarious. He was, um, he was played by Matt Hamilton and yeah, he did. Oh yes. Hamilton. I see (laughs) another Sir Hamilton. He did a fantastic job. He was definitely, um, one of my favorite supporting characters. I mean, supporting cast in this movie was just tremendous. They didn't really promote a lot of the other people that were going to be in this movie. So I was very uh, excited to see who else was going to be in it. Consider, you know, considering we only really knew the three main guys, uh, along with Margaret Collin, who mm-hmm. plays their mom. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Amazing. Mom. She was in the three men and a baby, the classic. Was three she really? Men and a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, but best known, I think, at least in my world, uh, for being an Independence Day. And uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely right. Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. This is why I love you. That's awesome. And a little show that maybe other people don't know as well, uh, Now and Again, which was a show that she was in that I particularly loved. And it didn't, I don't think it lasted very long. But you loved it. But it was it was a show that I watched and okay. I loved. Uh, so I was very happy to see her. And, um, and then we have, you know, with the little romance that we did have in this movie, uh, we have Allie Liebert. Mm-hmm. who was a wonderful surprise to favorites. see who plays Fiona. She's awesome. She really is one of my favorites. Yes. And then we have Fiona Vroom. <laughs> so it's funny. Her real name is Fiona. And then Allie played Fiona. Uh, Fiona Vroom, who played Susie. And can we just... Oh, my gosh. Susie stole the show for me in so many scenes. She... She was amazing. Incredible. She was giving Kristen wig, but like she had her own, you know, obviously comedic oh, Chris, yeah. timing. Um, and yeah, her and Stefan together. It oh just, so, yeah, definitely some of my favorite scenes. Yeah. I mean, just, and for me, it's like the little details that she would add to the character, like the little kick when, when Stefan's like, Oh, just a shade more. <laughs> and even that, that phrase, a shade more, like it's such a great turn of phrase. And she does a little kick as she leaves the room and when she goes in to see them for that first time with a casserole and she like, as she's walking up the steps, you called it out too. We both saw it. She like readies herself to go in and see him like little details like that. Oh my gosh. I love little details. Yes. She was phenomenal. Um, I mean, so sue me. That was like oh, her, gosh, her, the name clever. of her seamstress so business. Oh, I love it. Oh man. Um, well, I mean, maybe, maybe we should talk a little technical. Okay, we can we can jump into some technical if we must. <laughs> Are uh, you gonna bring down the the vibe of this episode? I, no, I'm not. I'm not. I okay. just I I have to call out something. So lighting wise, I thought was re- done really well. We actually have two DPs on this film. 
which is a rare thing to see. We normally just have you know one DP, and because the DP works very closely with the director coming up with scenes, and so having two is, is kind of crazy. Well, I have a fun fact about the DPs. Give me a fun fact. Uh, I did a little Googling. and You mean research, hard research at the downtown yeah. library. <laughs> My journalist uh, he over here. Uh, and their names are Graham and Nelson Talbot. And mm -hmm. I said, interesting that they both have the same name. So I did my hard journalistic research the on library. them. Yep. And they also go by the Talbot twins. They are brothers and also twins huh. who do cinematography together. They're, they're a cinematography team. That's crazy. That's really cool. Huh. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, and let's thank our public library system, folks. That is, that's great. Um, <laughs> But no, so... Those card catalogs, man, they, they really get... <laughs> I yeah. do love the card. All right. So going back to this, I, I will say overall, I thought the lighting was great. It was very natural a lot of times. The color was extremely natural. They was actually um, underlit in some scenes, which is more realistic, and I really appreciated that. The one thing, the one thing I did not like, and it was a stylistic choice that I think they went with, is their rim lights, their hair lights, so hot. And it was like this white, bright light. It wasn't tinted at all. It was just a straight white light on the back of their heads. When I say it's hot, I really should say it was boiling. I have not seen a rim light slash hair light this hot in a movie in a long time. And you notice it especially at the dinner scene. The first dinner scene with Taylor and Stefan when... Uh, you know, when Stefan sits down at the head of the table, it's just all over him. You'll notice it specifically at that scene. So it was super, super hot for me. But again, that's a stylistic choice, but it's just one that didn't really fit for me. Otherwise, though, I had no notes. Like everything else was just done beautifully. I can't say that I noticed anything hot happening <laughs> around their heads. But I'm going to watch it again, so know, I uh, guess I'll look at the I'll be on the lookout scene. for it. Look at it. And even when Andrew is talking to Sophie at the end, if you look at, at his, his head, you'll see that it's just haloed in this bright white light to the point where even his ears are like red. It's just insane. But then when they cut away to her point of view, it's gone. So it was just a little much for me. But that, that's the only criticism I have. That's the only criticism I have. Oh, is that all? For, for lighting, yes, that's all. <laughs> uh, well, for a little romance. Romance. Uh, I am the hopeless romantic, and even though this was not romance-heavy, there still was some romance, and I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> um, as mentioned before, we have Fiona and Susie, who play the uh, love interest for Taylor and Stefan. And I loved... Uh, I loved Fiona. Yeah. Fiona Broom, yes. But I loved Allie Lieber as Fiona. <laughs> it's going to get confusing. Uh, I loved Fiona's berets. I just, I loved her fashion. Yeah. Uh, a quick also shout out to costume designing. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed the costuming in this movie. It was great. They uh, felt, especially it felt real. for Susie and Fiona. I loved oh, their man. looks. Um, and so costume designer was Tina Fiorda. Wonderful job. Absolutely wonderful. They felt like authentic uh, attire, something that these characters would wear. Just absolutely great job. 
Yeah, and it when it's done well, it adds so much to the character. So much personality. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I loved that Taylor and Fiona were exes. I loved, you know, the little bits of nuggets that they gave us throughout, kind of like maybe why they broke up. Mm. And then, you know, we get to the head of it where it's like, you know, apparently Taylor's just the worst. He is he is the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. Um and it it, you know, bleeds into his whole life but especially with this relationship with fiona and she always felt you know like he like he was the most important thing uh in his life so um i loved the little scenes between them you know and how everyone's like commenting like we love fiona like why did you break <laughs> up with her oh wait she broke up with you yep yep no um, she she was great and even you know, Taylor's character too. Uh, I, I liked him. Like he reminded me a little bit of myself, you know, in the sense that, you know, he's a gamer. I'm a gamer. He works for a video game company. I work for a video game company. So, uh, I hope I'm not as, as difficult as him. I, I mean, his friend, his friend, mind you, called him uh, a brick in a, in a washing machine. Um, is this where I'm supposed to disagree? I I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that. It, it wouldn't hurt. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Taylor was really great, and all of them were great too. And just real quick about the romance, it's very difficult, guys, to to have a film where you have three leads and you want them to have a little bit of romance. Like that's so hard to do. And I think giving us little nuggets of past relationships and their characters was the right way to do it because no one really led the charge. Everyone seemed to have the right amount of time for me. Yeah, and I was curious how they were going to navigate that. Um, and yeah, I thought they did it wonderfully. Uh, and then. Stefan and Susie, oh I gosh. mean, just the cutest. Susie alone, as we mentioned before, like she's just into Stefan right away. Uh, and Stefan is, you know, he's a little awkward. He's got some, some social anxiety and he's just, he, you know, he talks about hiding away and that's what he does. Um, and so he's not really open to people and he's not very open to Susie at first, but you know, she wears him down and <laughs> oh, she, I mean, but in the cutest way, not, not, not like a bad way either, yeah. just like a really cute way. And she doesn't even, I, you know, I don't even know if I'd call it a, a wear down because Ooh, right. to me, I don't know. She just. She's infectious. Like she, she wins him over. There you go. That works. That works better for me because even when they're in the park and he like hides behind a bush and then she like snuggles up next to him. She's like, "Oh, is this one of your methods? Should I do it too?" And it's just, oh my gosh, that scene just ah, it was so cute and adorable and just the romance was it was lovely. Like there's so much romance here in a sense that you don't need to have this this deep, you know. I mean, epic sometimes love. you do, but but yeah, but I'm just saying like just people connecting with people and people finding each other. Like I love seeing that. But yeah, I really loved like the subtleties and, you know, seeing him gradually open up to her and like, like the little looks he kind of gives her, you know, yeah. when, when she does help him out at the park and she gets that man <laughs> to walk away with her so yep. he can, you know, and he just kind of looks back at her like, huh, I that was like, that was really sweet of her. And so just getting to see that sort of growth in his character and their relationship was, it was really fun to watch. It really was. It, it was lovely to see, lovely to see. And I wasn't, I wasn't honestly expecting that. And so to have that and to feel for these characters was, was great for me. 
I was here for the laughs. That's all I wanted. I, was, I wasn't <laughs> expecting romance. I was here for it all. Uh, speaking of laughs, I, I mean, they just kept on coming. The we you know we talked about the the squatting and hand holding scene, but <laughs> I'm, just, I'm th- like honestly this movie's so f- okay yeah so go ahead go ahead yeah I mean just so many things and and they were just so smart and like what like from Luke grabbing the wrong baby when he uh, he's making the comment some people got to keep a better eye on their kids as he grabs the <laughs> wrong baby, um, you know but the really big other scene that I would have to say is also iconic was the, the dance, the sugar plum dance of the sugar plums. I mean, this dance, Oh my God. I mean, just when you think like the movie couldn't get better, their commitment to this dance. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how they kept straight faces for this scene. I don't know how many takes there was. I want to know how many takes this dance was. And I want to know more history about the dance. Like, it was, it was kind of, so I'll say this. It, so there are a few scenes here where it was basically just complete fan service. And so it didn't really fit so much with the, the movie itself, but it fit in the fact that they're doing this for the fans and I loved it. And this was one of those scenes where it was like, why are they just suddenly going into this dance? You know, the music. Obviously, this is something that they did when they were younger. It was a choreography. I, I know, that but they it's just like learned. it's just it's so ridiculous. And it, just, it never left them. <laughs> and you know, we we know we we know what okay. backstory All there right. was. It All just right. it just felt like it was meant to be for me. Well, I didn't I didn't feel like it was out of place. It was like yes, of course, this is happening. Well, I'm just saying. So it was a little. It was a little just kind of ridiculous, but in the best way. Uh, and it is amazing. And I feel like TikTok, I hope, is blowing up with this dance. It's something that we need to learn. It's something that everyone needs to learn. So it was this scene and also the, the elf costume scene where it was just complete fan service. But it was one of those things I was like, this is, this is working for me. It, it has to be done. And, and yeah. I mean, are we doing the dance? Should we, should we put the dance? Should we do the TikTok? Should we start that trend? We'll we'll try our best. But even though this movie had so much humor, so much comedy, as you mentioned before, there was so much heart. There was, there was a lot of heart. A lot of heart. And, you know, there's a scene. Ooh, I don't know if oh. I can do the heart. It's coming back. Do we skipping over it? I'm We're skipping my, over the heart. I'm <laughs> calling my brothers right now. Just give me a minute. The car scene. Oh, man. Look, there's a, we don't need to talk about it. There's a car scene. They really connect. It's. Uh, there may have been some tears. I don't well, know. I mean, it, it kind of goes back to the conflict. I mean, because the car, the car scene is sort of the conflict resolved, right? So mm-hmm. we, have, we have conflict and, you know, it, thankfully it, it's not stupid conflict. It's not ridiculous conflict. They, the brothers kind of get into a fight because, you know, Luke comes home late and everything just kind of unravels. They have you know, they have really deep seated father issues that kind of mark who these characters are. And so that's the conflict there. And which I have to say, Andrew's performance in that scene where he, you know, saying how he does everything for everyone. He shows up for everyone except himself. Yeah. And Andrew Walker is an amazing actor and we've seen it time and time again, but I don't know that I've ever seen him quite like this. Yeah. And Kimberly talked about it in our interview with her that they really pushed these actors 
you know, in their, in their craft, in their acting. And they really, you know, had them sort of like challenge them with these, with these roles. And I really saw that with Andrew. Like I really saw that, that, that emotion, like mm-hmm. that I've never quite seen before, uh, in any of his performances before. And it broke me when he like, Oh my, like it was, it was incredible. Yeah, it, it really was. And I agree. I think this is, you know, hands down his best performance. Um, and, and generally it's, and I think it's it also goes back to the way, you know, his character was written. His Andrew tends to play these almost perfect, you know, male figures. They have a little bit of father issues in these, these films, but this sort of deep seated issue with him just really came to the head in the scene. And it was beautiful to see this sort of character that had this deep flaw kind of express that and kind of break down with his brothers. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were so, you know, curious to see because she, you know, didn't want to tell us, you know, what his character flaw was going to be. So finally seeing that come to light was was beautiful. It was like heartbreakingly beautiful, aching. achingly beautiful and yeah bravo andrew i mean give him all the awards um but to the so to the car scene the the one that you don't want to going back talk talk about um so you know uh, baby thomas gets a rash on his body and and stefan what have i done (laughs) we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna the rest of the podcast is gonna be me talking about Paul Campbell's performance in here also. But <laughs> when he finds the rash and he's like, what have I done to you? Uh, oh my gosh. Um, so, you know, this thing happens. The baby has to go to the hospital. They all run to the baby and they're, you know, it brings them together and they realize, you know, wow, guys, we should regroup and think about, mm-hmm. you know, the big fight we had. Um, and they, they realize like, it's all because our dad left us. We should have had a father. A lot of that responsibility fell on Luke and, you know, I think the brothers kind of resented him for it. And I think Luke kind of resented having to take on that responsibility as well. So um, something that they never should have gone through, but they did. And it definitely affected them. And, you know, they have this sort of breakthrough together in this beautiful scene, which technically, mm-hmm. can we talk about this scene? Technically, I'm going to throw some technical at you. Do. The rain drops on the windows with the bokeh lights in the background. Like, Listen oh my God, it was so magical. But all, it was like, I'm crying, but I'm also like looking at this, uh, looking at this background and like the, you know, the location, the car and the rain and the lights. And I just thought it was beautiful. It, it was, and it was very, it was an interesting choice to kind of have this come together moment in a car. And um, I would love to find out why that location as opposed to an exterior or an interior location, something about it just really resonated. And it might've been just the darkness there in, inside the car, but beautifully shot, beautifully um, staged, just a really nice moment between them all. I mean, yeah, it definitely made it more intimate for them to have and this real. like heart to heart. Real. Yeah. And yeah, real. Um, you got the rain, you know, the, the tears, they're having tears in the car, but there's like, the raindrops on the on the windows so it's like you know tears on the tears on the outside tears on the inside and um but the the performances all three of them gave in this scene was just fantastic uh i keep wanting to say beautiful i you know that's the word that's the word of the podcast is beautiful (laughs) scene was beautiful all around um 
And, you know, hearing Tyler, like there's like a little crack in his voice. I feel like all of them really did push themselves in this movie. Uh, you know, artistically with their acting, like Ty- I've never seen Tyler, you know, show this much emotion either. Um, and as well as Paul. So I just, yeah, I can't thank Kimberly and Paul enough for, for this script. And we also do need to definitely, uh, shout out the director who directed these wonderful scenes and, you know, got to, to direct them to pull all of this emotion out of them. And that, uh, goes to Terry Ingram. Yeah. I mean, incredible work because you're directing these, you're directing these large talents and just pushing them and to get what you got was just absolutely wonderful. So bravo. Um, I don't know how you did, especially, you know, we keep coming back to this, but it, it was a Hallmark film. And so we know how they're filmed. We know they're filmed quick and we know they're filmed with a lot less budget than most other feature films. And so, doing what you did with the restraints that you had is absolutely remarkable. So, uh, I tip my hat off to you, sir. He's, uh, he's not wearing a hat, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ruin it. It was a bed of lies. I was what he lays on. Um, but then, so, and, and then they they play this, I'm not going to say beautifully. They play this (laughs) wonderfully Uh. that I need to get my thesaurus out guys. Um, that they give us this, you know, touching scene. We're all crying. And then they're like, we're going to make you laugh again. Don't you worry. And so, you know, they have the big light show, oh, which man. I, lo- I mean, you, they threw a lot in this movie and it somehow it all worked. It because didn't seem like it, though. It really didn't. Like everything just kind of flowed together. It did. And, you know, so they're like trying to figure out how to best make you know, this Christmas extra special for their mom. And then of course, Mark, (laughs) Mark is like, oh, why win this contest every year? And you know, this year the prize is a cruise. So they're like, we're going to win this for our mom. Give her a cruise, give mom a cruise because mom has done so much for them. And they, they're still kids essentially in a lot of ways. They're still those kids. Yeah. They like all still live at home, which they didn't really touch on that too much, but I was very curious, like why? Like because how uh, old are they? Well, they're mama's boys, right? Because their mom is, is who raised them. And so they're, they're staying close to her, you know, yeah. mean, that's, that makes sense to me. I, I don't think that needed to be explained to me, at least to me. No. Yeah. So yeah, this, this whole scene, you know, they call in they reinforcements, call in, yeah, reinforcements, uh, with Fiona and Susie and the fire, fire team. And, you know, and this is where the, the three wise men bit comes in. So good. It is so Oh my gosh. I feel like this whole scene was like improv or something. It just felt so like on the spot and their performances of this, (laughs) of this acting out of the nativity was, I mean, I was just, you know, I was cracking up laughing. It was, it was genius is what it was. Yeah. I mean, every, everything about this scene just really clicked. And you know what I liked about it is that, they try their hardest and they put all their effort into this and they don't win. And it makes me so happy because I, you know, we talked about this, we talked about this with with Kimberly that it's so beautiful when these people try so hard and fail. And I love seeing that. I'm glad they had that, had that because it's realistic. I mean, because I mean, look at Mark, Mark's got it all. Um, And so it was just really cool to see. And, 
And the, <laughs> and the best part is, you know, there's a clear winner. The newscaster said there's a clear winner and it's marked by a country mile. And just that, again, that turn of phrase, there's these little turns or phrases in the film that just tickle me. And that, that was, that got me, the country mile. They really me. elevate it. Like she didn't, you didn't have to throw that in there, but it was like, yes, mile. of course he wins, but by a landslide, by a country mile, yeah. like there was no question. So good. Um, which makes it all the more funnier. It was, I, I will say this though. I mean, it was kind of weird that Sophie, the mom kind of runs up there. That was, that was a little strange. I wish there was more of a, I, I know there's timing for this, you know, and editing and all that, but she just came out of nowhere. That was kind of odd. Why didn't, why wasn't she at the fire station? How did she, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So as much as I love this movie, yes. I, this is the only thing that I will critique about this movie. Cause that is what we're here to do is Sophie. And yes, this scene of her just showing up, how did she know? The only thing I could think of was like, maybe she had gone to the fire station, but no, all the fire station the fi people yeah, were right there. there. Yeah. Um, so did she know where he lived? Like, was she stalking them? Like, how did she know exactly where they were going to be at this time? Unless like, this is like, she was just like, oh, you know, I don't have a baby. So I'm going to go look at this light display. And yeah. then all of a sudden she saw Thomas there. That was kind of weird. Because um, she's like, like, Tom, like, like, like she wasn't expecting him to be there. It was just, it, it was a little off. Uh, but again, it not enough to, to make me like this movie any less. Um, but also Sophie in general, I, I don't know what I was expecting for the mom. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it wasn't her. Okay. And I don't know if it's because I just was so upset that they had to give the baby up, but I just, I didn't like Sophie. Well, I think, I don't, I think you're always not going to like whoever <laughs> the mom, I mean, honestly, you're not going to like whomever takes the, the baby away from these guys. Like, yeah. That's just, that's a you hard know, I just felt, she do. felt suspicious. I was like, who is this girl? Like what, you know? We don't know that much about her, and I—I I don't know. She—I just wasn't a fan of Sophie. Um, At first, sure. <laughs> but I mean, there's a happy ending with her, right? There is, there is, and I—and I'm glad that the baby gets to stay. Uh, that Thomas gets to stay yeah. in their lives. And speaking of the baby, I mean, the baby was absolutely adorable. There's there's so many cute scenes with baby. I love how they call Thomas baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's this great scene too when Luke first grabs baby, and. You know, he kind of puts his little baby hand on his fire T-shirt, his fire emblem on his T-shirt, and it's just, oh man, that that melted my heart. A little yeah, bit. that yeah, that baby was adorable, and you know, so cut to the scene that this is where I'm gonna, Paul, if you're listening, you're, I'm gonna pump up your ego <laughs> a lot right here. So, so I know it's coming. They have to say goodbye to the baby. This also happens in Three Men and a Baby. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, I'm a sobbing mess for that movie, and I was a sobbing mess for, for this baby goodbye as well. Baby goodbye. This <laughs> baby goodbye. And I'll tell you why. I'm getting choked up already thinking about it. Stefan, Paul Campbell, his performance yeah. in this baby goodbye. Baby. Oh, my gosh. I... I barely have words to describe it, but I was a met like I'm just like tears streaming down my face. Oh, I'm like looking over to see his ham crying as much as I am. He was not. I was not. I was I was getting choked up though. I mean, when he says, "Don't forget to write." Oh my god! Uh, Don't forget to write. And then when he says, "We love you," like uh, you see the tears that he's crying. Like he is the most choked up out of all three of the the yeah. boys. And I just found it was the sweetest. 
like honest it was uh, yes oh my gosh just great it it just crushed me it crushed me i was already sad that they had to say goodbye to the baby but then seeing the emotion uh from stefan just pushed me over the edge and it was just beautiful i agree i agree with you it was just beautiful it was beautiful to see it was a beaut. It was so sad. <laughs> you don't have to be too sad for long because we have a, a one year later, and I wasn't expecting one year later. Um, I'm I'm glad you know we have a happy ending. I'm glad we have a happy ending here. Um, and, and part of me, I was thinking about it. I was like, do I do I want this? Do I basically it comes down to do I want Luke and Sophie to be together at the end so that Thomas is still in these guys' life and. I, I think I do. You know, the the optimist, the the romantic at heart in me wanted this happy ending. How did how did you feel about it? No, I wanted the happy ending too. I was still a little unsure of Sophie. Um, <laughs> we don't trust Sophie. But I I'm glad that you know, if that's how the baby has to be in their lives, then then I'm happy for it. Uh, <laughs> but before we fast forward, though, I do have to, you know, because there were, there was a kiss. There was a kiss. There was a kiss. Um, so Stefan and Susie, they get together. And this scene, adorable. Yeah, she almost it? becomes like the therapist here. Like, she's like, come in and sit down. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Adorable is an understatement, though. When Stefan says... I find myself completely enraptured oh, by you. Man. I mean, even this was me. giving me, me like Jane Austen vibes, like the way that that line. Oh. Um, and, you know, this kiss, I'm rating it sparks. It was very sweet. It was like a cute, like sort of slash silly type kiss, mm. you know, because he's like surprised by it. He's kind of like stunned and he kind of like freezes while she's kissing him. And then he's like, well then um and it was perfect it was perfect for them two together it was the perfect response uh for stefan to you know like act that way stunned and then be like well then um but it was just it was just so stinking sweet and then taylor and fiona Ooh, man let's talk about a uh a non-kiss kiss i'm so glad i'm so glad we just had one kiss i'm so glad we just had one kiss yes this was brilliant the pinky promise oh my goodness pinky promise is like my new like if you're not gonna kiss then let's do a pinky promise and however they did their pinky promise i'm rating this pinky promise sparks (laughs) this pinky promise was giving sparks and i loved it for these two yeah, no, it was it was really good. I mean, Sparks pinky problem, but it was there was there was some romance behind that pinky. Yeah, um, and so yeah, great character arcs for all of them. Luke ends up with Sophie. I guess Still he not ki- sure I guess there's it. a kiss. We don't really see it. It's kind of in the background, so we won't talk about it. But I love that he gets his house finished and he's yep. having Christmas at his house. And Mark is like BFFs with them now uh, and comes over. Mark is the best. I know. And Mark gives the cool gift to. I didn't catch this on the first time we watched this movie because we were tweeting and, and writing some notes. Like Mark is the one that gives Thomas the the fire engine, uh, fire engine, fire, fire fireman, hat? fireman cap, the fire cap. Uh, sure. He, he gives it to to Thomas, which I I love. I love that Mark is the one that gives him that gift, and it's just everybody's happy, and it's just great to see. And of course, 
Sugar Plum comes on and they get ready to do it. And oh, I, awesome. oh my God, the way they ended that with just like the start oh. of the dance. Oh, genius. Yeah. I just, I just loved it. Um, you know, it, it, this movie, it was everything I wanted and more. It, it had the humor. It had so much heart. It had, you know, all of the, the Christmas feels that I want. Like it definitely gave the Christmas feels details we talk about details all the time so like so many details oh i just the the running joke of of taylor of uh, uh, the running joke of stefan like reaching for things in taylor's yes. hand but then him the never wine glass the candy yes. cane like it's so good like that's what there's so much in this film guys like highly recommend you watch it again it's like um, a where's waldo for funny little details. There's, there's so much yeah. we didn't talk about that I, that i wish we had um you know the mom you know the the reason behind she does that does this is because she's looking out for this other mom. Just all this great stuff, and I will say just real quick before we head out, the book cover for Stefan's book, it's beautiful. I think it was. Oh, I wrote it down. You had to get one more beautiful in there, huh? Uh, <laughs> Prime mates for life. Just beautiful book cover, and you know they had a, they had a graphic designer and a photographer do this, and they didn't need to do that. We didn't need to see this book, but it was just a quick flash of a book. And it just, it added so much to his character. Um, so again, Along with things. the like video game poster things yeah. in Taylor's room. Because like, he yeah. worked on those games. And and one of my favorite lines is at the dinner scene, and you kind of brought this up. I, I didn't hear it the first time, is when Taylor calls uh, Stefan uh, pet detective. <laughs> yes. And, and uh, Stefan says something like, you know, don't call me that. I'm not that. And then Taylor goes, all righty then. And it's just... So subtle and just, oh man, I just, I, I'm gushing guys. And this is going to be a very gushing episode, obviously, but please watch this film and it's, it's for us and I'm, I'm glad to received. It's well received. I'll say it is well received and we can't thank everyone enough for, you know, making this movie, everyone involved. Um, I know that Anna Kemp was, uh, one of like the chief executive producers for this movie. And this was kind of like her nugget, like idea to do this movie mm. and just, yeah, fantastic. And it's breaking and, all sorts of records. So it's just, oh, I'd love to see it. Love to see it. And you know, we, we love watching these movies as you know. And like you said, this was sort of like a love letter to moms. Yes. They talk about that, but also to the fans and you know, we just, yeah, we appreciate it that they care enough to to do something yeah. like this. And it's like breaking all sorts of records, like the views and everything. So congrats to everyone involved. And I can't wait to watch it again. Yep, same, same. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate all of you, um, all your messages that are coming in. You know, we love, we love talking about these films. So um, thank you for doing that. And thank you for all the likes and the follows. And um, please make sure to review if you guys have time at like I said, it really helps us out because we don't have Hallmark in the name, so people don't know. So um, thank you. Yes, and we are currently catching up on lots of past movies. Um, so I have off for like three weeks, so <laughs> don't worry. We're going to be catching up. We're going to be catching up. We'll have up. lots of episodes coming for you, lots of uh, technically reviews for you. Uh, so thanks for sticking around, and we'll be back. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you.